For being lied about, don't deal in lies. For being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but are none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Freedom Friday. We are back. Another week. And so we're just waiting patiently, everybody. We are supposed to be getting a call direct from the D.C. jail um, from Stuart Rhodes, who is the founder of the Oath Keepers, who unfortunately, because of, you know, the sick leftist juries in D.C., was convicted of seditious conspiracy not too long ago and just sentenced was it two days ago, to uh, 18 years in prison. Worse than the gulags in Stalin's regime. He was not in the Capitol. He did not step foot in the Capitol. He basically was um, tried and convicted and sentenced based off lies and words. Um, No violent crimes committed. The guy he was an attorney at one point in his life. He, he went to Yale Law, dude. He went to Yale Law. He he served in the military. Uh, his cousin had sent me a uh, a picture, I think, today of him and uh, young in, in the military. But listen, we're hoping that the jail doesn't go on lockdown. He did another interview earlier today. Um, he he did a uh, I think an interview with the Gateway Pundit, and he's got to call a relative from the jail who's going to call in. I'm watching now. It's going to be audio. We're hoping that the audio is good. 
and that we can get him for at least 10, 15 minutes to, you know, um, relay whatever message he wants to relay. Unfortunately, we have no control over whether the, the, uh, the, the, jail uh is, is allowing phone calls you know something can happen in the in in an instant and everybody it could be a fight up. and the it entire literally, it literally could be they just don't want anyone on the phones it's a friday night and they're like you know what that's it everybody on lockdown nobody has phone privileges um yeah they could do whatever the this is what happened to us we had uh jeremy brown on the show and he called in from prison and the first time he was supposed to come on they had a total jail lockdown he didn't have any access to the phones right and then we had to reschedule and we rescheduled and we came back on and uh um it was great it worked but he had a half hour hard limit so we're not going to have much time with stewart <clears throat> i'm very excited to have him on and ask him a couple questions he's got a lot to say i'm sure uh we're going to let him say what he has to say uh and hopefully he does he does get an opportunity to call in if he doesn't we got tons and tons of stuff to talk about we got memes of the week uh we yep. got a couple extra this week it was a spicy week of memes let me tell you uh we got stuff going on with the babylon being gavin wax there's so much going on right now uh we'll get into that today we're gonna, um, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the uh disastrous uh launch of the oh i can't wait campaign low i can't wait um, before before we we get into all of that uh do us a favor uh like and follow us on rumble hit wherever you're watching hit that follow button hit that subscribe button share this content it helps us out more than you know our content is so censored and shadow banned uh this is a way to uh, break the algorithm a little bit uh if you like and share and hit that subscribe button it really helps us out and we appreciate it more than you know um especially if you're a new listener we love all of the people that tune in every single week and if you're listening join us in the chat say hi tell alan to get fucked Listen, the most important place you should be watching is Rumble. Yes. Um, getting messages Fox, right now. Really, the Foxhole fam. Foxhole, Foxhole. Got a lot of the Foxhole fam. That's right. like their own so, little community. They're, um, he's, uh, they should be calling any minute. He just, he just, I think, got a hold of his cousin. So I'm just waiting for the, uh, for the call. And we should be on with him. And then we can listen to how he's be getting screwed. He's preparing right now for an appeal obviously for his 18 year prison sentence in federal prison which is extremely expensive we're going to share his uh, give send go uh everything is expensive the jail phone especially the dc jail is ridiculous amounts of money they they like double charge all right hold on one second hold on can you hear me I can. Okay, we're we're live. Where's the man of the hour? All right, I'm gonna merge you with him right now. Thank All right. you. That's uh, Stewart's family member that's graciously helping us with the call. You can hear James. Yeah, I hear oh. loud and clear. Stewart, you with us? Yes, I am. I gotta go quick because they are moving me somewhere. You got it, Stewart. Listen, really, really yeah. happy to ha really happy to have you. I'm Alan. James is with me. We're just gonna turn it over to you. We know okay. you know the conviction, 18 year sentence over lies and words, complete nonsense and bullshit, nonviolent crime. What do you have to say to everybody? Um, like I told the judge when I first gave my my first start of my sentencing statement, I said. Um, I'm a political prisoner, like President Trump. My only crime, so-called, is opposing those who are destroying our country. And I stand by that. That Oath Keepers was singled out, first by the media, and then by mm -hmm. 
members of Congress um, to be pegged as the poster child for J6 and then also Proud Boys the same way. So it's very mm -hmm. much like the Reichstag fire in Germany. Uh, 1933, their legislature burned to the ground, and that was used by the Nazis as their excuse to suspend civil liberties and crack down on dissent and to start the concentration camp system. And they paraded, they marched people through what they called people's courts, which were special courts for political uh, offenders with loyal Nazi judges packed on the court who would guarantee convictions. And this is exactly what Washington, D.C. is like. You will not get a fair trial there. Um, first of all, the population is 96% Democrat, mm -hmm. and these are swamp creature Democrats who either work for the swamp or have friends and family who work for the swamp. Um, if, you get, if, you go, if you get any Republicans, they will be Liz Cheney style, never Trumpers. Yep. Uh, we had a couple people that might have been actual MAGA first or MAGA people or America first, but of course, they were kicked off the jury by the prosecution. So you're going to get railroaded no matter what you do because orange man bad. Right. And the jury also is drawn from, the jury pool is drawn from the victim pool. And the alleged victim is also Washington, D.C. So they, they continue to refuse venue change for everybody. No one has gotten venue change, and that's by design. They, and they know what they're doing. They will, they will you know, claim to the blue in the face that it doesn't matter. You can still get a fair trial. But it's absolutely absurd. It's, it's like being tried in the Soviet Union in Moscow. This is this is worse than the Soviet Union, in my opinion. This is worse than Stalin Stalin's gulags. Your sentence proves that he was given five to ten year sentences out. You just got eighteen. It's absolutely insane for not even for not even being inside the building. Well, yeah, for not even doing anything. Yes. Yeah, and that's, that's the second thing I said. I said, look, I did not go. In, I did not go inside the building, nor did I, nor did I order anybody else to. And while outside, I committed no acts of violence. I simply expressed my First Amendment protected rights to political free speech. And that's exactly what the judge hammered me on. He said that uh, I haven't changed. I continued to renounce the election as being illegal because it violated state election laws and therefore unconstitutional because that violated Article 2. Because Article 2 mandates that the legislature is the body that will determine the manner for selecting electors. It's very plain. And I told him, I said, under my oath, when I took when I was a paratrooper, age of 18, I joined the Army in 1983, I said, that oath will not allow me to ignore the plain text of the Constitution in Article 2. I can't do it. I must speak the truth, and I'm not going to recant. It's like Galileo. I refuse to recant. Yeah. How so does punish me for, for, not, uh, for not changing my tune. It's a, it's unbelievable, and, I, and I'm hearing more and more in these trials that they're they're punishing people based off what they're saying to the judges, adding time to their sentences. Cynthia Hughes from the Patriot Freedom Project was explaining that to me uh, today, actually, that that's happening to some of the defendants who are being yeah, convicted. That's what happened to me. Yeah, right. I think she was actually right. speaking and directly and about it, you. And was, yeah, and, and and the thing is, is that like I told, like I said in my statement, on February 16, twenty twenty one. Filed a lawsuit um, with the NAACP as his, as his legal counsel, alleging that Trump, suing Trump, Giuliani, Oath Keepers, and Proud Boys, alleging a conspiracy with Trump as the, the you know the kingpin of the conspiracy to invade the Capitol and to forcibly stop the count. And they charged, of course, that we violated the KKK Act and disenfranchising black voters, which were challenging the uh, votes in Philadelphia, Atlanta. Detroit, et cetera. So they, they you know, the scenario of premises. But the main point is that's where the narrative started. February 16, 2021, just a few weeks after January 6th, the narrative was already set. 
And that narrative is what's been pushed by the media, pushed by those lawsuits in the courts. In fact, those are in front of Judge Mehta too, same judge that, that took our, our criminal trial. He's been the same judge for the civil cases. I think it's not by accident. So, um, and of course, the smear campaign and the show trial we saw, the J6 Select Committee, all of it's designed to, you know, quote unquote, make it make it true, to to flesh out that narrative and and, and, and support it. And you had a lot of co coerced confessions. Um, the Oath Keepers that were, were uh, indicted were threatened with life imprisonment. That scared a couple of them into agreeing to commit, you know, bear false witness and to lie and state that they were, they were told they had to say that I plan in November, right after the election, when we were in D.C. for the first big, huge uh, Stop the Steal rally, that's when I planned the, the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. And a couple of them actually agreed to say that. That's what their sentencing statements say, or their, uh, their plea bargain statements say. Of course, that's complete bunk. Um, yeah. The trial, though, one of the men who pled out, uh, Mr. Dolan, was actually very honorable and testified that when they came out of the Capitol and, and came to me, finally linked up with me, that when they told me they had gone inside, I said, that was pretty stupid. And then another witness testified yeah. that I said, that was pretty effing stupid. So they're, you know, so they had multiple witnesses saying that not only did he, did he not give any orders, but but also he said that was stupid. It didn't matter. It didn't matter to the jury and did not matter to Meta. In fact, he told my co-defendant, Kelly Max, when he said, hey, that was on me. I decided, you know, it's on me going in. Nothing to do with any orders from Mr. Rhodes. Meta said, I refuse to believe that. That's what he said. So he had his mind made up. I think he had his mind made up way back at my at my detention hearing in February of 2022, right after I was arrested in January, um, at the detention hearing, he said, I find it um, I find it less than credible or, or not credible to believe that in a hierarchical organization like Oath Keepers, that they would enter the building without Mr. Rhodes instructing them to do so. So he already made his mind up way back then. Long before- uh, Pure assumption. So from the very beginning, yeah. He, well, then of course he ordered me to be detained pre-trial and I was held in solitary confinement. Right. Um, for over a year in the Alexandria jail, 22-hour day lockdown. Wow. Um, Meanwhile, Ray Epps is just walking around free who's caught on video <laughs> telling people to storm the Capitol. I, gotta, yeah, I have a quick question. You know, and, and, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no I was going to say, say, I was gonna say that. I'm, huh? I'm, always hesitant to, to, I'm always hesitant to label anybody a fed because that was done to me because it wasn't arrested for, for, quite, for almost a year. They didn't arrest me because they're still building up their, their fake evidence. So I'm hesitant to say that. But the January 6th committee never featured Ray Epps. If they did it in the videos, you would think the way that they railroaded the rest of us and, and twisted everything mm -hmm. we ever did, that they would love to have a former Oath Keeper chapter leader as their poster boy for, here's a, here's a premeditated expression of an intent to, to enter the Capitol on the night of the 5th. They would have used that. So something fishy there. It's really strange. Of course, real real quick, uh, Jeremy Brown is a good friend of the show, and he's 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 called in from prison as well. Um, and he blew the whistle with the Gateway pundit saying the FBI was trying to coerce him to infiltrate yes. your group, the Oath Keepers, yes. and plant. No, it was not the FBI. It was DHS. It was it was DHS. Oh, even worse. Even worse. Um, but uh, have did you notice any any infiltrators uh, before or after January sixth? Did any any anybody come to surface uh, after that? Because I know. No, they didn't just approach Jeremy Brown. Well, no, and, and, and it came out right on the eve of trial. We discovered that one of our national leaders and oath keepers, in fact, was a paid. I cannot say this person's name because I'm still under a protective order, the gag order issued by the court to protect this person's identity. For sure. So, but the New York Times did out this person. So, uh, you know, God took care of that. 
But yes, we did have an informant. It wasn't me, but it certainly was someone in my leadership. That's just the, the reality of where we are. And that's exactly why people now, of course, think that everyone's a fed because this is the reality. Is there, we don't, you don't know. You really don't know. It causes a lot of um, distrust inside the, inside the movement, which is bad. You know, so it's just the nature of the beast. Uh, it, it's it's expected without without a doubt. I was just curious if you if you picked up on anything like that, and that's absolutely wild because I know uh, Jeremy got a lot of flack well, yeah. for blowing yeah, the whistle. And, on uh, that. So, um, Go ahead. Well, uh, to his honor, he was a new member of Oath Keepers when that happened, and that happened mm-hmm. in October. People need to understand this. That before the election. Uh, yeah, it did October of 2020. Mm-hmm. And and then, like I said, of course, they they also did recruit an Oath Keeper leader in uh, I believe in August of 2020. So yes, it's a it's a reality. The feds were all over that, of course. And we, we know yeah. now we know they had um, informants inside the the uh, Proud Boys as well. Yeah, infiltrate any any patriot group's gonna be infiltrated. It's just the way it is. This is reality. So yeah, oh, the FBI was all over that. So when Ray Epps did an interview with 60 Minutes and said that he was not working for the FBI, <laughs> well, he might have been working for DHS, just like the Trevor <laughs> Jerry Brown. Uh, very, very true. Uh, Jerry Brown was, was approached by DHS investigation. And and he's now still sitting in prison as well. Like they they railroaded him as well. It's 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 disgusting. He you know both of you guys. Right. From, what I, served... from what I understand, it was it was planted evidence. Yep, yep, absolutely. Right. It was had, for, he had a trespassing charge, and then they raided his house for five hours. Uh, go ahead, Alan. Stuart, right. but be, be, before they they move you and make you go, I just want to really quick if you could touch on what the appeal process is looking like and the expenses that you're facing, we're going to have your give, send, go up, and we're going to talk about it throughout the show and try to plug it because we even know just talking to us on this phone is costing you an unbelievable amount of money. It's like they almost like a double and triple charging you for the phones, if I'm correct. And uh, so just to give, give us. Uh, no, it's, 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 really not, it's, it's really not that bad for the phone. It's not. But, but okay. yes, of course, the appellate process is, is expensive. Right. Well, certainly, we all need um, all of us are going to need appellate lawyers, and absolutely, if people want to want to donate to to fund that, that'd be fantastic. And of course, we all need commissary, and it helps to help us get healthier food. A lot of the food they feed you is really substandard. So, guys, you know, I, I don't buy junk. I buy like tuna and peanut butter and and uh, protein shakes. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So we all need support. I would encourage you to support all the J6ers. I will be appealing it. Of course, the court of appeals first, um, and then on to the Supreme Court. So we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna fight hard. And my and my appeal is based entirely on the First Amendment because what they've done is they've criminalized free speech. The okay. uh, so this is conspiracy statute is incredibly dangerous because they're applying it in a way that makes it easy for them to to criminalize your free speech by asserting that it is a conspiracy. In fact, the judge said that. So this is not free speech because it's speech used for conspiracy. That's what yeah. they what do you think? Uh, I, I got to ask you the million dollar question. It was burning in my head earlier. And um, after they railroad everyone that is 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 uh, convicted of uh, seditious uh, conspiracy, and they sentence you, do you see that? Do you see Biden's DOJ coming down with a seditious uh, indictment for Donald Trump? Absolutely. You do. Okay. That's the entire point of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So, oh yes, I think they they're sending the press. That's why they and that's why they that's why they have denied venue change for everyone. But they want they don't want any precedent for venue change when Donald Trump is indicted. They're going to indict him. That's what I've been warning about ever since February of 2021. I could tell that was the agenda. That's the narrative. And so yes, he will be indicted by a DC grand jury, and yes, he will be convicted by a DC uh, trial jury. 
It's the same thing. Yeah. And it will be, um, I believe, it will be citizens' conspiracy along with other charges, um, obstruction of Congress, et cetera. I mean, they, they found me guilty of obstruction of official proceeding, even though I didn't enter the building. So, yes, they're going to find uh, Trump guilty of all those things. So the big question is, then, of course, is um, what conservatives do. Yeah. Um, so far, the GOP, with, with only a few exceptions, has been, quite frankly, very cowardly. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, very disappointed so, in Matt Gates, honestly. Yeah, so it's, I, I, uh, I don't hold out a lot of hope when it comes to that. So, but I encourage President Trump to keep doing what he's doing. He's, he's, you have one minute remaining. He's an honorable and commendable in standing up, and I, I encourage him to continue to call out the election as not just fraudulent, but also illegal and unconstitutional. Gentlemen, I got to go, but I just want to tell you thank you. Um, and just understand that I know that God will turn this to go 